After months of protest, legal wrangling, and stalled construction, the Dakota Access Pipeline in North Dakota is up and running. Inside Energy's Amy Sisk reports on how that one new pipeline is transforming the state's oil industry. The pipeline became operational June 1st, offering North Dakota for the first time more than enough room to carry its oil to market on pipelines. New data from the state show its impact. Pipelines now transport more than three-quarters of North Dakota's oil. Before Dakota Access came online this spring, trains were still carrying a significant amount, about 25 percent. But in just the line's first month, that number dropped way off, down to just 7 percent. The rest is either refined in state or trucked to Canada. These numbers offer a first glance at how this major pipeline is rapidly upending the transportation sector of the oil industry. And it's only just begun. Here's Justin Kringstad with the North Dakota Pipeline Authority. So when a new pipeline system uh, typically goes into service, they do not operate it at full capacity initially. That means these numbers could change even more down the road as Dakota Access builds up to carry 500,000 barrels per day to Illinois, where that oil will be taken on additional pipelines to the Gulf Coast. And so I don't anticipate us being at full capacity with Dakota Access for, for quite some time, whether that's three months, six months. This is huge for North Dakota. This single pipeline will soon carry half the state's daily oil production, which isn't showing any sign of slowing down despite stagnant oil prices. Each month, a few more rigs start drilling here. Mineral Resources Director Lynn Helms offers the latest oil production numbers. Still above a million barrels a day. Uh, based on the, the field data coming in, it looks like we're going to stay above that million barrels a day. With a lot of that crude going through Dakota Access. When the shale fracking boom started a decade ago, North Dakota didn't have much in the way of pipelines to get oil to market. Back in 2014, when rail reached its peak, about 11 oil trains left North Dakota each day. This proved a more costly and arguably more dangerous method of transportation. Kringstead says it's more than just rail that's affected by Dakota Access. The, the pipeline companies are, are definitely competing, again, not, not only against rail, but then also against each other uh, for market share. He's talking about the other existing pipelines leaving North Dakota. They carry Bakken crude to the Great Lakes and to Oklahoma via terminals in Wyoming. Kringstead says he expects those lines this summer will carry 10 to 20 percent less oil than they have in the past. Where's the rest of that oil going? Through the Dakota Access Pipeline. While the industry absorbs these changes, Kringstead says companies are already mulling what the future has in store for transporting North Dakota's vast oil reserves. The expectation is that production will again exceed the pipeline capacity. He thinks this could happen by the mid-2020s. And we're going to be uh, looking at a situation of additional transportation needs out of the region, whether that's met by a, a new pipeline project, an expanded pipeline, or the use of rail. Uh, the market will decide that going forward. So could we see another Dakota access? It takes typically three to five plus years to put together any sizable type of, of pipeline project. If operators and pipeline companies are eyeing the Bakken, thinking about projects down the road, they are likely looking for ways to avoid the massive protests that stall Dakota access.
That pipeline still has one final legal hurdle to clear. A judge could decide to shut the line down while the federal government revisits some of its environmental analysis done during the permitting process. The various parties, the Standing Rock Sioux and other tribes, along with the Army Corps of Engineers and pipeline developer Energy Transfer Partners, they're embroiled in a court battle over whether a shutdown's necessary. But in the meantime, oil companies are breathing a sigh of relief that the pipeline's operational, as they absorb the ripple effects it's sending throughout the industry. For Inside Energy, I'm Amy Sisk. For our complete coverage of the Dakota Access Pipeline, check out our website, insideenergy.org.